We're talking about something that comes up quite regularly, as a matter of fact, and um, it, it never seems to take hold. Um, in fact, it gets shot down pretty quickly in a lot of instances, but have times changed? We're going to be talking about a sales tax in the province of Alberta. As you know, we're the only jurisdiction in the country to not have one. We're quite fiercely proud of that fact, as a matter of fact. And um, it's it's been something that's been defended. It's been called a political suicide tax in the province of Alberta instead of a, a PST uh, as a provincial sales tax. It's a provi- uh, political suicide tax. But the argument, of course, has always been to stable out, stabilize the boom-bust cycle that Alberta is continually riding the roller coaster of. So where are we? There's a new book coming out. It's a book actually uh, featuring uh, viewpoints from a number of different Albertans, politicians, uh, scholars, public servants, all kinds of people coming together to make the case for why a sales tax might be just what Alberta needs. And to uh, walk us through the argument, we have Bob Aska joining us, who is a research fellow the Parkland Institute, and also a contributor and editor to the book, which is called A Sales Tax for Alberta, Why and How. Bob, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate you joining us today. Thanks a lot, Shay. This book, okay, first of all, let's describe what we're talking about. It's a collection, right? There's a bunch of different contributors to this. Yes, we we do uh, have uh, views from several economists that are are well-known in the province, Ken McKenzie, Mel McMillan, or Getty Peretti. Uh, Graham Thompson weighs in on the political side of the debate. Uh, some political scientists, Elizabeth Smythe and I, and uh, a very interesting paper by Ian Glassford, who is the former CFO of Service Credit Union, about how you might operationalize the sales tax. And it's, it's, uh, it's all making a case for a sales tax, right? Correct, correct. The timing is interesting because, as you know, this conversation comes and goes and, and it's sort of you can track it during boom and bust cycles within uh, the oil and gas sector. Right now, this province, once again, a wash yeah. in cash, huge influx in revenue. Um, so the timing of a sales tax, how does that affect how Albertans perceive even the thought of it? Well, that's a very good point, Shay. Uh, right now, with, with as you say, the province wash in cash, it, uh, it's really what to do with the windfall. But, but it, it's also a time where Albertans uh, and, and policymakers and politicians should be thinking about the next downturn and what do we do there. And, and what, we, what the book shows quite definitively is that really since the um, post-war boom, Leduc and when oil was discovered, um, Albertans have only been paying, say, 70 to 90% of the uh, cost of public services. And politicians really have been, um, you know, avoiding that, that whole issue about the fact that the oil industry is contributing so much. But as the book shows, um, oil revenues are incredibly volatile. So we're within two years, the space of two years, royalties are going to like from three billion to 20 some billion. And, and so it makes budgeting very, very difficult. And, and, and the cost of funding public services 
which grow basically at inflation and population growth. Um, we we see um, historically, you know, every downturn there's a cut in public services, and and that's one of the dilemmas we talk about in the book, the fiscal dilemma of Albertans are used to good public services and infrastructure, but they don't want to pay for it. And, you know, the book goes into the history of what we call Alberta exceptionalism, and which is that, you know, right from the get-go of the province, it's been a very optimistic economy that thinks that the future will pay for itself. But it's all dependent on whether it was wheat in the 30s or whether it's oil and gas uh, in the last half century. And now is a good time to have that discussion for several reasons. One, because it just reminds people that this, or it should remind people that the windfall will be uh, short and brief and will go away. Secondly, we have an important leadership campaign uh, with the UCP. And third, coming up in May 2023 or before, there's going to be a provincial election. And and the point that we're trying to make and with this book is is let's have a conversation. What what are we scared about? But but politicians historically just do not want to talk about it. Well, you're right. I mean, as I said earlier, it's a provincial sales tax elsewhere. It's a political suicide tax in Alberta. At least that's what we've called it. And I can tell you, just taking a look at the text line here, I mean, for example, anyone pushing a sales tax is quite frankly lazy and not serious about any concrete solutions for getting spending under control. We pay enough taxes. Have we moved at all from the political suicide tax mindset? Now, I mean, our text line obviously doesn't reflect all Albertans, but there's that sentiment out there, Bob. Oh, absolutely. And and in interviews that I did with the book, uh, there's this, uh, several people that express the fact that, you know, taxes are too high, although Alberta's tax advantage is like 12 or 14 billion, that, you know, even with a 3% sales tax, we'd be by far the lowest tax province in the country. So it, it's a very emotional subject. Um, and, and it, it really depends on your your viewpoint of provincial finances. Uh, right now, things are good, but if you want a fiscally sustainable system, you need to look at having stable sources of revenue. And the chapter by Ferretti is is very good because it just compares the volatility of. Um, of sales tax with personal tax and corporate income tax, uh, and and they're they're very different. I mean, the sales tax is very stable, so you can count on it. But 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 no, I mean the choices has always been this um, uh, yes or no, black and white, no tax, tax, and and no you know debate or discussion about the wisdom of having blended taxes um, that that uh, will stabilize the situation so we don't go through these boom busts of cuts to public services. Bob, and this might come off as a criticism, and I, I guess maybe in a sense it is. This is a book, as you say, written by scholars, former politicians, economists, some journalists are involved. Um, that's a different... I mean, how do you translate that to and build support among 
run-of-the-mill, average, everyday Albertans who who don't share the same viewpoint. I mean, yeah. I, I know there's that consensus in, in some circles, but I don't know if yeah. it translates to your average voter. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you asked an economist, and basically 100% would say we need a sales right. tax. Yeah. But that that is not the world. So that the how of the sales tax is really to to encourage whoever wins the next election, really, to have a fiscal review commission look at the big picture, not just the sales tax and revenue, but spending. And, and yes, people are concerned that governments spend too much money and waste and so on. But, but we need to look, um, you know, forward for the next uh, decades to... Um, and, and, and look back at history and learn from history about whether this is the kind of, of, of world and public financing we wish to do. And, you know, one of the recommendations, and maybe a little naive, is to have a commission that invites not only experts but the general public into the conversation, like the conversation we're having today on Talkback Radio, where, where people can, can, learn what the basic facts are. And I think, and again, this may be totally naive, but I think if people realize that since 1965, the government of Alberta has not run a surplus unless you add resource revenue. So all those surpluses that we brag about, it's all about oil and gas. And and part of the problem that the book points out is, and again, this is controversial, is climate change. And, you know, are we going to see oil sands bitumen producing three or four million barrels uh, five or ten years from now? That is an open question that is uncomfortable, and, and so is the sales tax. But we need to have these discussions and we need to have, I, I guess I'm saying, politicians that are courageous enough to frame a broad conversation. Yeah, we need to talk about spending and health care, but, but we also need to talk about how do we finance it. Have you talked at all, does the book deal at all with um, how this, okay, let's say we actually have a government that wins the day and says we're going to do this. In my thinking, the very next election would be on the future of the provincial sales tax, and there would be a very strong opposition with a good chance of winning based solely on saying we'll get rid of the provincial sales tax, which would completely undo. I think it needs to have, it needs to set roots. If it's going to be successful, it can't happen in one term. Does this discuss how you can sort of make it have more political lifetime to it? Well, I mean, a lot of the conventional wisdom is that you you get a majority government and you bring it in the first year and and that's um, and and then that that's settled. Um, but but obviously there's an election four years and you get punished for it, and the party opportunistically that gets in basically says we'll get rid of the tax. Yeah. Um, so no, the book doesn't doesn't really deal with that. Um, longitudinal uh, political aspect. Um, the book does deal with some of the elections, Ralph Klein and, and Lawrence Decor in 93, 
where, you know, Klein was quite uh, unequivocal about a sales tax. Uh, you know, even though there were people around that time talking about it. And uh, Graham Thompson's chapter is very good because it, it mentions uh, a number of uh, PC finance ministers that that mused about a sales tax and, of course, were slapped down by their premiers. Yeah. We just can't talk about it. So uh, I think it's fair to say that I'm not overly optimistic that the issue, the two words, will be raised in either the UCP campaign or the uh, provincial election campaign next year. But I, I am hopeful that we'll, we'll have the book will spur at least people that are interested and, and have the time to uh, get up to speed about the province's finances to to think about it and discuss it and share it with friends. And, and I mean, you never know. How can people get their hands on this book if they want to learn more, Bob? Yeah, if you go to your favorite book vendor, uh, that would be uh, one source where you can uh, pick up your book. And uh, there's also Athabasca University Press and you can look at, you can get free downloads of the book, so you can sample the book as well. Bob, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, I'm interested in your uh, follow-up uh, after 10. Absolutely, you bet. Thanks very much, Bob. Okay, bye. That is Bob Aska, who is a research fellow at the Parkland Institute and editor of the book, A Sales Tax for Alberta, Why and How.